0: boy! What's good, man? Welcome to Do Tell with Laugh After Dark, man. It's your boy, Charlie Wilson, TV up in here, man. Yo, this is the show where I sit down with some of the baddest comics from all over the world. Some of them you know and you love and some you just now found out about, man. So yo, without any further ado, today's special guest, I'm so glad to have him, man. This man stays busy, stays working, he's on the road. Uh, I found out about him online, man, and I'm so excited to get to, uh, to learn more about him, man. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen. Poncho G, make some noise, make some noise, Poncho up, G, man. Thank please. You, man, thank please. y'all for inviting me to most the show, duff, man. Most death, man. So without any further ado, please, Poncho, do tell. Man, so <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I
1: can really say about a story is like when I travel the world, man, I see a lot of people doing stock jokes. So it'd be the same stock jokes everywhere. Yeah. you would be like, they it's like a remix. It'll be the same joke. Yeah. Verbatim. In every city, <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody's sound the same out here. They got the same joke in mm-hmm. every city. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. That's the only thing I really see that's really crazy. Yeah, they don't be telling jokes. Yeah, They be real stock jokes, and they yeah. thinking they doing it. That I that, that just that just help your group, though. I mean, that just stop it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's the only thing I could really say about life. Five like a story, or like don't tell, like. Stop doing stock jokes and be original.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Has there been any moments that have uh, kind of stood out to you in your career, or, or something that's kind of the most? Would you say like the most pivotal moment in your comedy career has has been since this time? Um, so far, probably the Soldier Boy. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. man. We definitely got to talk about that, but,
1: man. uh I say the the Kenan Thompson. That's kind of big. Kenan okay. Thompson. Okay, I did see when you I was kind of rocking with that. It is kind of yeah, yeah. That, that was my
0: second time on that. So you did the Soldier Boy thing first. And uh, Then you had the Keenan Thompson experience.
1: I did the Keenan Thompson show like in 2020, right before the pandemic, and that was a big move for me. And then they was and they invited me back. God, gotcha. the Keenan
0: Thompson. Uh, the gotcha, Kenan Thompson. You gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, How was that experience, man?
1: Man, I love it. The first one was better than the second one. Yeah, but the second one, it's just. It showed me that I'm, you know, I was I'm supposed to be there.
0: God, got gotcha, got to, got man. So we, uh, you know, we crossed paths a couple of times, man, but we ain't never got a chance to really, you know, kind of get to learn more about each other and where we from, man. You just told me you're from Chicago. Yeah. Shout out to the shy. Yeah. Right? Right. Fair King Drive. Straight <laughs> to the lake, man. Yeah, that's what's happening, man. So that's where you born and raised. Uh, you know, how? Uh, at what point did you realize comedy was kind of a thing, or did you realize you was funny?
1: Uh, I mean, people always thought I was naturally funny, but um. It happened like when I moved out here. I worked for Sean John.
0: Oh, okay, so, okay, uh, okay. Being a stylist. When you was in Chicago? Out here in Vegas. In Vegas, okay, and okay. Then, so, so, what brought what brought you to Vegas from Chicago, anyway? Me and a stylist. Gosh, yeah. you say you started as a stylist. Yeah. Okay, 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 so let's Drenson. go back. Let's go way back, let's go way yeah. back. Chicago. Like we know Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Everybody loves it. Food, culture. You know, that's the place you also gotta come correct, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Whenever you step into the shot. So what was what was like childhood like for you, man, in terms of like school, and then you kinda got went to work and you kinda figured life out. And then at what point did you decide, all right, you know what, I'm I'm gonna start doing stand-up?
1: Uh, I mean, growing up in Chicago was rough. Yeah. You know, being in these streets, you know. But I had a family though that that loved me. Right. So, you know. I was in the streets, but it was you just. got brother sisters, though? I'm the only child on my mother's side. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? i my father, I'm the oldest. Gotcha. But, um, I mean, it was cool, but I ain't want to. I got tired of seeing the same thing every day. Yeah. So I had got an opportunity to move to New York. And when okay. I got an opportunity. Were you
0: styling at this point? Were you yeah. Start, you I started sty- styling in Chicago. I started styling in Chicago. Chicago got a hard style, man. Yeah. So, so, so backstory, so my dad is from Louisiana, but my grandfather he got brothers and sisters and all his people in Chicago uh-huh. so my dad and my grandfather they Charlie Wilson too by the way they used to drive from Louisiana to Chicago just to go see you know what I'm saying all other people mm-hmm. so my dad used to go get all his clothes he used to go get his fits he used to get everything from Chicago so he used to come back to Louisiana I' like yeah man it's from Chicago we ain't gonna find this shit right <laughs> nah, here. he ain't gonna find it and thought it was a shit, man so now it all kind of kind of up kind of makes sense so you started styling in Chicago I started
1: styling in Chicago I had made a name for myself Got an opportunity to move to New York. What? And,
0: uh, so you was just already just dressing clean and then you kind of started s- styling other people? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. wow, wow
1: all, them, all I call them big littles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: yeah. They was
1: big. They big there and they little everywhere else. But <laughs> <You guys laughs> yes. they was the big dolls. <laughs> <you. I know. laughs> yeah, yeah, so I took care of them, hooked them up with their jewelry and everything. See, a lot of people don't know I started selling jewelry at the age of uh, 15 years old. God. Instead of people yeah. selling drugs, I sold watches. What? Yeah.
0: Okay. 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 So you was doing jewelry. You was already styling fashion at an early age. Yeah, at an early age. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then from there, you was like, you know what? I can just start styling people. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. 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 So I ended up getting an opportunity to go to New York. Once I got to New York, I ended up going back to Chicago. But the same, I kept in touch with people in New York. Right. The contacts you made there. Yeah. So they said they they got an opportunity for me to go to Vegas and work for Sean John. Okay. So I ended up working at Sean John. And then by me dressing entertainers and stuff, they thought I was naturally funny. They mm-hmm. like, man, you miss your calling. You right. need to go ahead and go do comedy.
0: Right, and this all happened in Vegas. Yeah,
1: this all happened in Vegas. Gosh. 2013.
0: How was it leaving Chicago, though, man? That's where you you know made a name for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You decided, hey, it's Sean John, man. Let me let me go man. and make this jump. <laughs> it, it, was, it was
1: it was a hard transition at first, but you know, cause you know, just a culture shock. Right, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, but at the same time, it was like. It wasn't no street stuff around. Right, right. I had right. to, you know, watch my back every time. Exact, exactly, exactly. Like you get to open up, yeah. to uh, be Got to able be free. to exactly, yeah. exactly, and being with different cultures and stuff. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Not just being being with everybody, in you know, a melting
0: pot. Facts, facts, facts. Especially in Louisiana, you was black or you was white. Yeah, you know, there wasn't a yeah. lot of yeah. Other, yeah. Other, other other things. <laughs> yeah. You was at school was the black or you was yeah. the white yeah. folk. And and
1: that's man. how I grew up in Chicago. It's like it ain't, you know, you don't really see nobody, no others. Not you know as know diverse. Saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. Coming to Vegas, you gonna see a little bit of everything: Hawaiians, Filipinos. Yeah. You know, gonna, gonna see everything out here. man Gotcha. So you make your way to, to Vegas, start doing fashion, and then from there everybody's like, You should try you should try that You funny. Blah, 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 blah. So at what point do you decide, you know what? <laughs> so I, so <laughs> I did a, uh,
1: a year of research. Okay. And I say after a year of research I did an open mic. Then I did I did a competition. I won my first competition.
0: Gotcha. Go from did. the open mic and yeah. then going to a competition. Yeah, and I gotcha. won my
1: first competition I ever did. Nice. so when nice. I won my first competition I ever did, I was like, okay.
0: Right, I got it's, something here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I felt like I could do it. Gotcha. And I just, you know, just kept doing a, a year of open mics. And after a year of open mics, that's when I started getting paid.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then from there, you're working in strongly the Vegas scene. So let's talk to us about that, because, you know, Laugh After Dark, we still relatively new to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, you know, my producers, uh, Robin Kels, they lived in Vegas years ago. But in terms of the comedy industry and learning what the comedy scene is like, how, how was that for you coming here?
1: You know uh, what I'm saying?
0: And being new in town?
1: I mean, it was cool. You know, it was love at the beginning, then, you know.
0: Was the Vegas comedy scene receptive? And was it, you know, hey, open mic here where you're meeting friends? Yeah, along it was the way? cool, yeah, in yeah. the beginning.
1: I started off the white scene, and yeah. then I, you know, I did the black scene. Then I, started, you know, I did both scenes. Yeah. You know, it was cool in the beginning.
0: Right. And then from there, thus when those paid opportunities kind of came about. Yeah. You started, started getting like, All bigger. Right, I, I can do this now. Yeah. guys, guys, It getting bigger.
1: And it's like, the thing about comedy, I do comedy for leisure. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's just leisure to me. You know, like I Something that comes naturally to you. Yeah, you know, I lost my whole family, so it just be, you know, getting off like a little steam. You right. know, I'm saying it's therapeutic, man. This shit is therapeutic, man. It's
0: it's a it's a release, and it's a healthy release. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that's good that you kind of tapped into that, man. Especially as you know, as important as you know self care is, and making sure you got the balance. You know, shit. I'm in therapy. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I make I make that time to have a conversation with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as well as stay on stages and kind of you know that's that's all that's our that's our release. So that's 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 what's up. Uh, so you're in Vegas. You work at the the comedy scene. You start full fledged doing comedy. And you're still doing Sean John, right? Nah, this was after Sean John. Okay, so you left Sean John, left fashion, and yeah, to just put all your rocks on love. Yeah,
1: my mother died. that, mm-hmm. and then once my mother had that, I ended up. Uh, that's when I kind of started, like, okay, let me see about this. You know, this comedy. I guess I was mourning in my mother, or whatever. Sure. And after, uh, you know, after my mother died, that's when I kind of got into
0: yeah comedy. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, what, at what moment did you feel like, all right, I'm a real comedian, man. I'm gonna make this shit. This this is what I'm what I'm doing now. Cause you know, for a lot of comics, we could do this shit for however many years, and we're still trying to get to that point where we can yeah. take care of ourselves, where we feel solidified. Like, at what moment did you feel like, all right, yeah, this this is me now?
1: Well, uh, well, Mary Lindsay and Michael Williams took a a toll to me. Okay. And they the legends of the comedy game. Yeah. And they always like since the beginning. You know, they just felt like you know they seen something in me that I didn't even see in me. Mm. So and that was in the beginning, I ain't know none of this was going to happen. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So Mary Lindsay and Michael Williams, they both two comedy icons, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you don't know them, y'all could just look them up. Anybody right. in the comedy field would know. Right. Man, these two icons, and they the, they the pioneers of this. And when the pioneers came to me and said they love me, that's when I'm like, "Okay." Right. You know, right. something right, you right. know what I'm saying? Like we
0: we on to something. Right, I'm on, to, I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of these industries where you got to self-teach yourself too, man, because, you know, you got the OGs that will give you some feedback, but at the end of the day, we got to be our own manager, we got to be our own booker, we got to be our own promoter, mm-hmm. we got to be our own this and that. You know, how did you figure all of this shit out? Did you just kind of start learning as you go, or do you think a lot of your business sense from fashion and from working uh, allowed you to kind of help? Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Um, I already had, like, you know, I already had like good network game.
0: Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like so my network was already good outside of I was already good outside of comedy. Yeah. So, you know, I already knew a lot of people outside of comedy. So that kind of helped me too. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Knowing already knowing people, right. you know what I'm saying? I ain't have to go to nobody. I ain't have to be in no clique. Right.
0: right, right. Yeah, you know, none of what that. What what are some of your favorite places to perform? I mean, you've been kind of moving and shaking in and out of town. Is there any place that you like, oh yeah, you know, th- this spot was fun. Uh, I had the best time when I performed here. Chicago. town back home.
1: Yeah, they love me back home. I love nice. them. You nice. know what I'm saying? I'm a hometown hero. Nice, you
0: nice, nice, nice. So Ain't nothing it, like getting that love at home. Yeah, 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 a
1: hometown hero. So they, you know, cause it's hard. Like, you know, you gotta get some respect to be funny in Chicago.
0: Yeah, they don't they do that. They not go just bring you in and just they
1: not, they gonna be like, no.
0: Right, you know what I'm saying right. it's
1: hard to be funny in Chicago. They yeah. everybody funny in Chicago. Everybody uncle is
0: hilarious. Right, right, but right. They can't get on stage, but they uncle is hilarious. Right, 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 right. You know, what I'm saying that's fire, man. Speaking of Chicago, man, one of my favorite comics, man. If anybody, I feel like I've you know emulated or I've you know uh, resonate with you know one of my top three is Bernie Mac, man. You that's know what one I'm of saying? my favorites. Words, I mean, yeah, 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 Bernie yeah, Mac yeah. is that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Anybody from Chicago is one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Robin.
0: Harris, Bernie Mac, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying Damon Williams,
1: Jess Neese.
0: hell yeah, you know even a new
1: ones like Mike Sam, yeah you know yeah yeah. Saying?
0: It's a lot a lot of dope comics come out of uh, Chicago man. And then when I lived in LA, I met a lot of comics that's yes, yeah, just from Chicago that's working man. And that's that's a place I haven't really got to tap into until, until they comedy sent yet man. So I'm gonna have to set some shit up in the shop man. I know there's a couple of nice rooms out there. I think it's uh, a Laugh Factory out there. It's also mm-hmm. is it Zanies or some shit like that? Zanies, yeah. Zanies, okay yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a They're few riddles rooms. and riddles, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha gotcha gotcha. Yeah I gotta pop check into that. Uh, so, so, so working in comedy. How did you then? Obviously, you're working, you are starting to get your shows. You on the road, and then how the fuck do you run into the Soldier Boy shit? Like I, I think that's. I don't know. I think somebody reposted a video you had post. Uh, you may have posted, and I think that's how I first kind of even became introduced to you to kind of that interaction. And I was kind of like, uh, what the hell's going on here? He signed a committee. What? what? How did that? And I was like, what the. Hell? How did you, how did that even come come about? And you just uh, out here doing fashion. You just minding your business and yeah. doing comedy you know? and nah, then
1: so we had the um, <laughs> you know, I did all soldier boy jewelry. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, I'm the creator of okay. all soldier boy new jewelry. So you've been doing jewelry still all this time. Yeah, I've been doing okay. jewelry uh out here. I've been doing jewelry like at the shop for like four years.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, so uh but I did all soldier boy jewelry. Then I got you know, I got close to him. Right. And then shit, he told me he he took a liking of um, he thought I was funny. Yeah. And he took a liking. And he was like, I'm gonna sign you.
0: Well, like, I'm gonna be the
1: first. Yeah. I'm gonna be the first. You gonna be the first. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we're gonna be the first.
0: Right. <laughs> so he just put it out there and then yeah. right after because you know, in the entertainment show, a lot of people be saying shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna put you like yeah, I got you, yeah, man, nah. it's hit me up. You know what I'm nah, saying? He believed in me. Yeah, you know that's
1: solid. Like I had got close with him, but I had also got close with one of his best friends. Yeah. So, you know, his best friend used to always, you know, go back and tell Soldier, like, yeah, man, Punch OG, Woo, woo, man, that's the man. You, need right. to you know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. So, they kind of plugged me in. Then, yeah. Soldier started calling me three in the morning. I'm like, damn, why Soldier Boy calling me at three yeah, in the morning? Right, right, right. And he just ended up being real close with him, man. That's my boy. S.O.D. money game,
0: man. Yeah, that's fire, man. So I'm sure that moment was crazy. You know, the city and Chicago and everybody's kind of seeing what you're doing. It went all over everywhere. (laughs) It went viral. It went viral
1: everywhere. Uh, It went on media, takeout. Chicago media, takeout. Went to, uh,
0: you know, like Shade Room, everything. Wow.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it it bust.
0: You know what I'm saying? So we had made history wow that's crazy yeah, that's right. man how was that moment i know you're looking at your phone like yo what the hell <laughs> everybody wanted to be my friend after that uh-huh that's how i did that's how i work <laughs> hey man i see man we need to stick together dog you know what i'm saying it's good yeah. to see another one out here yeah. you know Family love me again yeah everything. You know <laughs> i ain't seen you in a minute you know i'm <laughs> proud of you baby <laughs> it's like man hey, you ain't yeah. sent me shit since Happy holidays last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that moment my phone was blowing up. every yeah, day for yeah, like yeah.
1: two weeks straight. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You know what's interesting, man, that, that whole thing that happens too, man, because with this business, you know, you uh, you know, you see a lot of you know those type of situations that happen. Everybody's around when it's a time to celebrate, you know. But when you're at your lowest moments and you're trying to figure shit out and you're trying to you stay on your two feet, it's like, man, who's really around during those times? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's a difference, and you get to appreciate the people that are that are new. But those people that were around during those, you know, moments before that, you know, obviously have a lot more, you know, place in, place in your heart mm-hmm. as you're trying to build this, man. Because this shit is hard, man. You know, a lot of new comics try in comedy or, you know, s- self-doubt, you know. You put so much time in, you start to feel like, where am I going to get my reward? Where am I going to get my, you know, respect? You know yeah, I mean? It's
1: hard because... Man, they put the same people on the same shows. I don't care what city it is in America. Right, it's the same lineup. Right, they just picking out who the headliner of the night. Right, right. And it's right. like you don't get no results for that. Right, you know what I'm saying you wonder like, damn, we ain't get no money. That's because y'all got the same people right. on the same show. Maybe if y'all put some new people on there, y'all would get some money because it's a new crowd.
0: Right, exactly. You yeah. bringing out basically the same people. You bringing to see out the same, the same people. Nah, <laughs> gotcha. you
1: got the same crowd. Yeah. It's time to, it's, it's other comedians out there. Right. And that's just everywhere. I don't care what city in America.
0: Right. Especially the, the mainstream people. comedy clubs. Yeah. That's why we have these black rooms or sometimes these bar show white rooms or whatever. That's kind of like the underground lanes of comedy. And I've always considered myself an underdog anyway. You know, mm-hmm. this is my 10th, 11th, going to my 11th year. So I've been doing this. And, you know, mostly, you know, it's bar, bar shows. We have the club. We have the strip club. We have the chicken joint. We have this, this bar. Right. It's some underground rooms. But that's where a lot of times, you know, the character is built. Your stamina is built, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's like the, that time in the gym, you know what I'm saying, that we got to spend so that when we do cross over, it's like, shit, we ready. It's like, you have been, you know, not paying me mind all these years? Well, shit, I been in the gym this mm-hmm. whole time. So when you do hit that stage, it's like, yeah.
1: And and that's you know what, what I saying? do. I stay in the gym, man. I don't really do open mics no more. I just do smaller venues now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. the open mic, you, you can have a funny joke, and you might not get no laughs. Right, depending on who's in the room yeah. and shit, because a lot of times, most the comics yeah, anyway. Exactly.
0: Right. right. And
1: you know, comics be like, oh, okay. Like, right. they ain't gonna yes, give you no right. shit. It's gonna be funny as a
0: comics be, It's like, bitch, laugh, man. Yeah. Why you doing with it? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah let
1: this yeah, shit out. No. Yeah, <laughs> And then, you yeah. know, the smaller venue or something, it'll be like, okay, it's natural. You of know, course. Everybody messing with right, it. Right, you know, right, It's right. authentic rooms yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, that's the only reason. You know, I don't really like doing comedy at open mics because sometimes I don't be natural.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has there been any shows where you kind of like, all right, where the fuck am I performing at right now? Like, what is this? That's kind of a little throw it off. I know for myself, I've done some shows at some strip clubs. I've done some shows in front of some... Uh yeah, folks. Where I'm the only black dude. That's a fun. I did a show in Utah. I was like, oh shit. I was one of three in Utah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, so I was like, yeah. oh shit. And you know, in this game, you gotta be ready for whatever. You got oh, yeah. whatever the job is. You gotta be ready. Has there been any cases where you was kind of like, all right, I don't know how this shit finna go? Oh, but. just a
1: couple of kids, shows. That's <laughs> awesome what I did. Kid show. Oh, some kids, show. Oh shit, how did that go? I was cool. Yeah. You know, I started singing baby shark. You know. <laughs> baby shark it. gonna get them every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and you know, just cutting down on the cursing and stuff, just being right. clean. Right. You know, I'm just trying to, really trying to be learning how to just do straight clean comedy. Yeah, you know? you're a lot more brandable at that yeah, point. And yeah, You're a lot more places. Yeah, you know, and then only curse when it makes sense. You yeah, know? yeah,
0: yeah. Some comics can overdo that shit, you know what I'm saying, Where it's like, mm-hmm. not even necessary, bro. And it's not even that funny. Like, if you're going to be that foul with your language, you got to be out here killing, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying,
1: honestly. It's a time and a place, and then you got to read the room,
0: right. you know what I'm saying,
1: Cause, and make sure, you know, is this joke appropriate for these people?
0: Um, right whatever. exactly yeah, exactly you know how they gonna receive this shit? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so what else do you want to do man besides comedy bro this shit's fire you got your jewelry thing going down seems like you kind of living the dream in a sense and kind of doing what you love and what comes naturally man do you have endeavors to kind of do some other shit or?
1: yeah right now in my life i do all my passions yeah you know and that's it and i get paid to do all my passions so that's one thing that I'm blessed that I'm able to get the opportunity to, you know, to be getting paid to do passions. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That's fire, man. Do you ever feel like um there might be a time in your career where, you know, going home is a little bit something that's gonna be a little bit awkward at some point? You know what I'm saying? Like I go to my hometown all the time. Obviously you get the hometown love, but once you start to really, you know what I'm saying, become that that guy and you got that money and you got that lambo and you got that ferrari and you got that multi-million dollar crib you know do you ever feel like there's going to be any issues or would you be more hesitant to go home i know you know a lot of people can have that love but these days you know and i mean you just got to know how to move mm. and you know you just know
1: like you know what not to do especially like growing in a hood and stuff right. you already know cuz they want what you want what right. you got so right. it's like now nah, you got to be like low Low profile, right? Exactly. Not exactly. a player. I ain't gonna go to the hood in a Ferrari. Right. right you know okay, guys, guys, guys. I'm gonna gotcha, 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 go gotcha. in the Camry. Bro, right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Keep it simple. <laughs> I go on a Ferrari. Everybody asking for some money. Exactly. It's exactly. the hood. Like, they need to build some
0: squares. Exactly. They hungry. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, man. <laughs> I know you
1: could buy a square. Like. Right. Right.
0: Right. Then when you say no, 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 they gonna be like, nigga, I Oh, they about to here. rob you
1: now. They about to rob you now. You don't give them a couple of dollars. <laughs> right. get plotted right just
0: off the disrespect real, (laughs) better get them some money right right right. and that's
1: one thing i do i do i make sure like when i'm in the hood i make sure i take care of my people that i love right you know what i'm saying yeah because
0: i already know you know what i'm saying like they you know they they home what it's like yeah Yeah. you know what it's like man that's Mm -hmm. that's the difference too man every time you go back home i know for me man when i go back to the south man everything is put into perspective you know what i'm saying it allows you to be a lot more grateful for where you are opportunities you have. I feel like gratitude has helped keep me centered, you know what I'm saying, throughout all of this time. Because even on my hardest days, I still gotta think about where I came from mm. and what life is still like right there, you know what I'm saying? And even though things are here, I still am blessed and I still have, you know, so many opportunities that are in front of me, man. So gratitude is something that's kinda helped me, man. What What do you feel like helps keep you balanced and keep you focused, man? Especially, you know, with the ups and downs of this industry. Cause this shit is, you know, it's high lows all the time, you know?
1: I mean. I just, you know, I don't really think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I try to stay away from uh, comedians, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stay out the way. Yeah, I just stay out the way. You know, yeah. I ain't got nothing against it. It's just a job for me. Yeah. So it's like, I ain't about to kick on my coworkers all day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm about to go ahead. I got to do other my things thing, go to the it. crib. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. yeah, especially you got a business to run and shit. <laughs> yeah. too, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
0: you keep yourself busy with all of that. And
1: that's the thing. This This is a business. Right. And that's how I came up because I did my business first. Right. You know, it's not buddy buddy, it's not none of that, it's no click, none of that. They want what you want. We doing the same thing and I get an opportunity and you didn't get that same opportunity. Even though you might be my homie for 20 years, you you ain't my homie no more, because right. you'll feel some type of way. Like, damn, why I ain't
0: get the opportunity right, and right, I'm right, right with you. Right. Hate is a thing, too. Yeah, Jealousy is a thing, too. Even sometimes it's unintentionally. I don't even realize they behave in a certain way, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But you start to see people move a little bit differently because your position starts to change. You know yeah. what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, they,
0: a lot of being around a lot of cliques, that'll
1: well, you down, cause yeah. don't nobody want you
0: to get ahead of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's something you got to definitely uh, kind of keep an eye out for, man. Especially Vegas is like a small, small town too, man. It is a small town. It's a small town. And everybody bro. know everybody. <laughs> it ain't hard
1: to be big out here. Yeah. If a nigga said I'm big in Vegas, it's like, okay, nigga. Right. We always on County.
0: Right. Right. All right. <laughs> exactly. We all in the same few rooms. That's all. <laughs> because right. it's like you got the strip, then you got a few <laughs> little speckles of clubs. That's really places to kind of hit up outside of that. Yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's kind of a limited. Market here in terms of um, the spaces that you can get into. There are some mainstream comedy clubs that I still gotta dive into because they still, you know, they uh, ain't, they ain't putting their. Head that's by what, that's what I'm saying. Nah, they, they what okay. you got? Like Brad Garrett's? You got a? Uh, it's
1: improv out here? No, yeah. it's a comedy store. They got the uh, Laugh Factory.
0: They got the Laugh Factory out here, and it's the only
1: Laugh Factory I know that no locals really be on yeah, that. Lab. You yeah, go yeah. any other city, right. you own Laugh Factory. Right. But out here, they like, no. Right, they bringing in, they I guess, bring, the,
0: the headliners. Yeah. That scene on, that scene on. Yeah, scene they ain't on. putting you on that. Uh, yeah. I ain't, never, I,
1: would, I ain't never seen. Nobody really did the laugh factor. Probably like two comedians in a whole game. Wow. That's about it. Wow.
0: Why do you think it works that way?
1: It's politics.
0: Yeah. They just politics everything in the comedy thing. It's just politics. I think we we talked about this on our podcast last week about you know just you know Netflix and some some uh, uh, TV companies. They just don't take risk on new comedians. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So the Laugh Factory may just feel like you know uh, we're not taking a risk on a new comedy. We're only going to take in these people that we have seen be proven to have TV credits mm-hmm. and we know are going to bring out a crowd. And we're not taking any unnecessary risk. That just may be their stance, but you know what does that really do for new opportunities? Sometimes you got to go and. Catch their open mics and do their little pot, you know the little uh, the little games they play so mm-hmm. you can get your stage time. So uh, there's a whole system and they getting into the low. Yeah, clubs.
1: I'm not gonna keep coming up to your club <laughs> yeah. every day just to get on your stage. Yeah, that's the thing. I ain't never needed a lot of people to get to where I'm at. Yeah, and. And that's what they don't
0: like. Right when like, you go around them. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: other doors.
0: Right, it's windows. Right, back door. Right, everything. we finding the windows. Yeah, we don't right. need I the mean front your door. Shit. Y'all all going through the front right. door. Right, It's
1: a whole side door. G, it's other opportunities. Yeah. And when I feel when they feel like damn, you ain't have to go through me. Now it's like now you a hate. Right. They, now they right. mad at you. Right. Now right. they right. not
0: your friend no more. Right. All right. Because you ain't never need them. Hmm. Yes, it's interesting, man. You know, because we get to know who these pr- bookers and promoters and comedians that do work in these spaces are, but there's almost, yeah, there is a little bit of a divide in terms of having access to those clubs, you know. So, you know, I feel like they'll, 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 they'll I don't know. I think they're just booking, they just get used to booking. I don't they think homies. they're necessarily scouting talent. No, they book their homies. That, they even. that part.
1: They had Thanksgiving with them. They
0: Christmas. Fourth
1: of July barbecue. They kids go hang out together. They got their game. They got their game. It's all click. That's the only thing I really dislike about the comedy thing because it's a lot of talent out here that y'all need to put out here.
0: Right, right. Well, that's why, that's why one of the things I take the most pride in about Laugh at the Dark, man, is we, we don't use those same windows that a lot of the mainstream comedy clubs uh, seek in terms of, oh, you got to have this many followers, oh, you got to be on TV, you got to be, like, we just like, you know, we just respect and funny.
1: Uh-huh. Like, if you're
0: out here working and you're moving, we talked before about making yourself undeniable. Because when you undeniable, we see what you're doing, we see you busy, and we've seen you be funny. It's like, why should you not have a dope platform to perform? Exactly. Why should you not be still treated like a star? Exactly. You know, so that's been our whole, you know, uh, you know, motive is putting on comics that are just dope and comics that are funny. So I take pride in that. You know, I've been producing comedy shows for ten years too. As long as I've been doing stand up, I've been producing shows and booking comics and, you know, trying to put a platform together. Even when I was in New York, I was a new comic. But anytime I could have somebody else come in New York, I said, Hey, I got a stage. What's up? So that was always opportunity in the network, man. So you know, there's a wide spectrum of comedians, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you know, there's a, a, a small percentage of them that are really getting those those, those dope opportunities to get paid mm-hmm. and to be seen in those mainstream clubs.
1: And that's the thing, they don't wanna pay you. Mm, that part. They'll be like, man, do the guest spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come do that high five. <laughs> You're like, no, let gonna... me feature, they right. like, Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the guest spot open, man. You yeah,
0: know, yeah, yeah. You know, it ain't no money, but yeah. you got opportunity. Yeah, then. but you know that's the, I guess that's the move, though. Damn. You got to go in and kill that guest spot. So it's like, all right, now we want you back. Now yeah. you got the because that's the, that that guest spot is technically your audition. You know, I'm so saying at that point, if they don't book you after the guest spot, then that's an opportunity for you to say, all right, well, what can I learn from this experience? Because some they ain't hit me back. It's but also it's your job as a comedian to follow up. And that's something that took me late in the game to kind of understand, and I'm just now still trying to get better at that, but like, we still have to be proactive about following up with these bookers, acknowledging these bookers, and putting ourselves in front of them. Because I've always been the type that's like, man, I'm not finna go chase these people. It's mm. not my job to scout talent. Nah. But at the same time, to get on these lab Factory stage and to get into all these places, if you want to be there, then you have to make those initial contacts and to go out, because they're not gonna necessarily be out developing talent.
1: It only take one person, though. Right, so if you you know the right person, you could go bypass all that facts, facts, facts. It's about who you know too. Yeah, you gotta have the talent. Yeah. and it's
0: about the your network as well. Yeah, so yeah. if
1: you could bypass all that, you ain't gotta send no video. All you gotta do is just have the right person. Yeah, and they be like, man, put him on stage. Right, he gonna get on stage. Right, you know, and then
0: get and then get to it.
1: And that's the thing. I, like you know you'll be trying to get on a show, locally. But let once somebody from like another city come out, they on that show in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. In town. Right. Right. So like how you why why it take them so long for you to put the, put you on the show? Right. But y'all put in the out of town dude the next day. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I dislike too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. Yep. So uh how do you kinda of balance out your time, man, when you're not doing jury and shit I know you ask me, I'm like, man, shit, I'll be working, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Watching TV, Judge Mathis more reruns and shit. (laughs) How do you spend your time, man? I'm out
1: of town somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Monday through Thursday, I'm out of town. (laughs) Are you spending time on the road performing and shit? Yeah, not just performing, just just out. Just out hanging. Living life and shit. Living life.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I you know, I live on the weekends. (laughs)
0: Nice, 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 nice. I see, yeah, man. I see you in and out of town and shit, man. Where you Mm -hmm. be? Where you be out to?
1: Uh, I go home to Chicago. I go to Dallas.
0: Okay. Yeah. Houston. That's my second home. You did say yeah. you live in Carrollton yeah. for a minute, too. Yeah. There. Yeah. President uh, George Bush Turnpike <laughs> and shit. Right yeah. there, midway. Yeah. 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 I used to stay right over it off of Frankfurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frankfurt. Yeah. yeah. Down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I sold cars yeah. out there, uh, Volkswagens and shit. Right. And Dallas is my second home, man. Yeah. My mom still live out there.
1: Yeah. Miami, San Diego, okay. LA. Yeah. I go to
0: them, like on a regular. Nice. You know,
1: every other week is I'm at one of them cities. Right right? right, right,
0: right. Nah, Vegas is a good spot to have a home base though. Yeah, it's the airport's right there. It just gets hot as shit in the summertime, so that's a good time to travel and go somewhere else and get out of town because mm-hmm. that 115, 120 shit. Oh no, I'm adjusting, but that shit hot.
1: <laughs> uh, you go to your air conditioning car to your air conditioning job to your yeah. air conditioning crib. Yeah, that's how that's how life is. Then yes. you don't really pose to go out doing after
0: eight. Yeah. yeah it still be hundred and ten at yeah. nine PM out here, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: You better be at a pool during the daytime. If you yeah. ain't at a pool, why are you outside? Right, <laughs> you gotta kill right. yourself.
0: This pool party central, man. I still haven't <laughs> been to no pool parties yet, bro. I've been oh, here for a year. Oh we gonna go. Ain't been no pool we, party. We, you gotta let me go. know, we man. You gotta go. let me know where the yeah, shit yeah. is, bro. So so I can pull up. Oh yeah, we it's gonna be a movie this summer. Yeah, 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 so what's what's next? What's coming up next for you, bro?
1: Well, we just did the movie uh, Primary Position. Oh
0: shit! What's
1: that about? Uh, it's a little war movie. They okay. come out Labor Day. It's gonna be on one of the streaming sites.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, oh my goodness! and uh Antoine Tanner. Okay. Okay. Uh, dude Antoine. that played Biggie. Okay. Biggie yeah. uh, was in that Jamal Wilford. Nice. Uh, Twister. I played Twister brother. What? In the movie. What?
0: what? When y'all yeah. shoot this shit?
1: Uh, we started early this year. That's fire. Yeah, that's like fire, two fire. months ago. Nice. Nigga, how
0: was that? It's your first year in movies? It was my first now? movie. Yeah. Oh, we doing movies now. Yeah, we doing movies hey, now. Okay. Then we got our
1: next movie coming out Summertime Shy. It's produced by Nick Cannon. Oh
0: shit. Yeah. That's going to be dope, man. Yeah.
1: So that's going to be a a good one.
0: Hell yeah. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what's up, man. It's exciting to see you making these moves and shit, man. Yes, Just embracing the process and just kind of learning what you can.
1: I'm just trying to grow and develop. That's it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, man. So what advice would you have to, you know, if there's a young kid that's in Chicago and he's in Chicago, you already know what comes with it and he's kind of struggling to find his way. and. Uh, and, and, and stay in the game, man. What kind of advice would you have to somebody who's just trying to figure figure themselves out and figure the situation out?
1: Uh, where well, you at ain't your final destination. Yeah, you know, is and you ain't gotta be on following them and all that. You, there's other things you could do with yourself. You know, I'm a kid from Chicago. You know, the thing about Chicago, it's all about it's us. It's for us. It's black culture. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. The th- they always ask me how I feel about Chicago. I feel like that's one of the greatest city in the world because it was discovered by a black man. Yeah. It was it was meant for us. Yeah. That's why everybody came to Chicago. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot of black wealth. All yeah, it. it's right. a lot of black wealth out there. That's what they don't tell you. Right. A dude in Chicago own a skyscraper. Yeah. And that give other people like opportunity. Like, damn, I can own a skyscraper? Yeah. You man. can own a skyscraper. Yeah. You know, you go to these other places, they don't see that. They yeah. don't see the black entrepreneur that's working for they selves and all that, being a boss, yeah. you know, it's like you don't have to work for nobody else. You can work for yourself. Hell yeah. And I'm a living witness of that myself.
0: Hell yeah, man. So you out here being an inspiration to the shot, man. That's dope, man. That's good Yeah, to see. for the world, man. Well, you, yeah. you know, you can do it. I did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. That's dope. We was just talking about, uh, you know, Jays and shit coming out of Chicago. You know, what you call Mike's? <laughs> yeah, Mike. And then you got the Jordans. Yeah. The Jordans. Yeah, the teams, team, the, Jordan. team Jordans. Team <laughs> <Yeah>. Jordans. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the team, Joyce, man. I remember, because uh, my mama wasn't buying me material shit. You know what I'm saying? She was, she was, if it, my, my dad would go shopping for us every now and then. We'd go to JCPenney. He'd be like, yeah, pick you out something from here. I was like, Daddy, they don't have no J's in JCPenney, dog. But one day we went to a fucking, uh, this little spot called Just for Feet, and they uh-huh. had like tennis shoes and shit. And I was like, damn man, I need to get me a pair of J's in here, but they don't really have. They just got like, you know, Nikes and Adidas and you know all this other kind of shit. But they had some Jordan teams, and I was like, fuck man, I guess I'm gonna do. These, you know? <laughs> guess I'm gonna do these teams. And I went back to school like I was clean and shit. And they showed, called me out on it. I was like, oh man, them the teams you got? On. <laughs> I was like, nigga, they're Jordans, ain't they? They was like, nah, nigga, them the teams. Oh I was nah. like, ain't that a bitch. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah I had the Mexican mics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. I was like, oh, y'all niggas playing me, dog. Hell yeah, man! So what's your what's your favorite food, big dog? I want to know. know. Uh, because I eat fucking uh, tacos any day of the week, motherfucking. Uh, I like wraps and shit like that. You know what I'm saying?
1: My favorite food, like if a female is gonna cook for me, whatever. Yeah, uh, I would like for her to cook lasagna.
0: Oh shit, ladies, mm-hmm. you let you know right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A little lasagna, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I just had some lasagna too the other you know, day, man. Garlic bread with Little the garland, salad. Man, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's up, man. So, so uh, are you are you available out here?
1: You know oh, what man, I'm what I'm married. Day?
0: Okay, you ain't married, ladies. All right. I love it. <laughs> Why you can't get in? Why you can't? That's what's up. All right, all right. here's another question. So let's just say uh, you get your first fat Hollywood check. Let's just say it's like fifty million or something like that, right? Twenty million dollars. What's the first car you are gonna go buy? Ah. Uh. Take your pick. You got a fat check. What car you got your eye on? i
1: probably just get like a, you know, some clean Mustang or something. No Mustang. Okay, okay, okay. This thing gonna keep Slight. it simple. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Not gonna do too much. much. Okay. It's gonna be the high end joint guy. Oh, well, of it's, course. Yeah, yeah of course. It ain't gonna be the four cylinders. <laughs> it's gonna be the GT500, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Special, gonna, yeah, limited yeah. edition. It yeah. might be a real, one, like a 1965 Mustang. Oh, like yeah, one of old school. school. Yeah, that's shit is It's gonna be a Mustang,
0: though, for a fact, though. Yeah. A couple of them. You know, I'm a Mustang guy, so that's what's happening That's what's happening man. Damn, dog. Well, it's good to finally catch up with you, bro. You too. See man. all the things you got going on in Chicago. Man, I can't wait to see this movie that's gonna drop. Yes, sir. Uh, so keep me in the loop when the premiere and all that shit happen. I'm trying to pull
1: up. <laughs> you got to
0: get me right on on the chain though, dog. I think uh-huh. it's gold. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get you right,
1: man. I'm trying
0: to get make sure piece. y'all go
1: follow Vegas Custom Jewelry, man. If y'all ain't messing with Vegas Custom Jewelry, man, you smoking dope and jumping rope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, man, I like that shit that you do, though, when you came out, man. You get the audience going. You say, you know, what's my name? Or some shit like that.
1: How you do that shit, bro? How does that shit go? Uh How you do that shit? Uh I say, y'all know who I am. Yeah. I'm a B O N. Yeah, a big old nigga. <laughs> ah, straight up, tell
0: just like that. Yeah, beginning, middle, and end, man. Yeah, That's yeah. how that comedy go. That's all it is: is yeah. a beginning, middle, and end. That's yeah, it. you come out with the energy, bro, man. Yeah, so it sound like you got your head on a swivel. Yes, you know sir. What I'm saying? Which is good, and your energy is good. Your head space is in the right space. So again, I'm a big advocate for self care, man. So definitely continue to just take care of yourself in the process. Make sure you good. You're taking that time for yourself so that you can balance out. Everything that you're trying to do and want to continue to accomplish, man. So, definitely, man. Uh, plug us with your Instagram, uh, wherever else you want people to follow, follow and keep up with you at.
1: Man, make sure y'all just Google me, Poncho G, man. I'm the only Poncho G in the world. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, you know, the real Poncho MFG, man. Then Vegas Custom Jewelry, man. Make sure y'all get y'all jewelry for me, man. Not just being a comedian, man. One of the hottest black jewelers in the state of Nevada. Shit, yeah,
0: just like that. Put it out there. Yeah. Church. Finna get me a girl. I'm getting, I'm getting the bond hair. I think I'm gonna do gold, y'all. Hell yeah. Yo, man, this been another dope episode of Do Tell with Laugh at the Dark, man. One time for Poncho G. Oh, yeah.
1: Hey, s-
0: subscribe. SOD Money. I always want to say that. Soldier boy, nigga, give me a change, dog. SOD <laughs> Money, bitch. Holler this man. Do tell. Laugh after dog. I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson, i see y'all next time. Hey, look, hey, hey, I know you got stuff to do and you're ready to get up out of here, but just a minute. Come oh, on, man. You didn't already stay here this long. Now take just a minute and subscribe, please. That way you can stay connected. Like the video. Leave a comment. We wanna hear what you got to say, baby. (laughs) That we appreciate it. And go on subscribe.